0: Oh, welcome back to the WoW Studio. As you know, we're always looking for ways to show how the real news from around the world is often much better than what you might see on TV or on the online newspaper sites. This week, we've got a real story of contrast, where the picture we have in our head is very different from reality. Alastair, you've been writing about Africa, right
1: Yes, that's right, Clarice. Uh, Hi. Um, So this week's newsletter looks at young people in Africa and how their lives are changing really very fast and how they hope that Africa, which is still the poorest part of the world, is starting to catch up, partly through new technologies. And if you look at just some of the stories of the young people themselves, you get a sense of that huge change. Look at Stanley. He had to try and kill birds in city parks with stones from his catapult just in order to eat. But now, even though he's still just 19, he's a DJ and he has his own radio show. A bit like us, Clarice.
0: So do you think we don't know enough about Africa? Or what we think we know about Africa isn't right?
1: Well, there's always a lot of wow about Africa, isn't there? Particularly for people who've never been there. I think many of us have immediate images that come to mind when you hear the word Africa. For me, I might picture in my mind's eye lions roaming across the savannah hunting gazelles or zebras or I maybe think of people living simple lives lost in villages on the forests along the banks of the mighty river Congo. Of course, these places do exist in real life, just as some people in England still live in quaint country villages and there are cowboys working on horseback on great cattle ranches in Texas. But while we know that in Europe or North America most people actually live in big modern towns, we perhaps don't always realise that most Africans too are becoming city dwellers and that they live also increasingly modern lives, lives that may not be too different from what we are familiar with.
0: Yes, that's a very important point. Of course, Africa is also a huge continent. You could fit all of China, India, the United States and half of Europe into the same space and its 54 countries are very varied. For example, I know Morocco very well and I know that it's one of the richer African nations. Parts of Morocco feel just as modern as many places in Europe and of course you can actually see Europe from northern Moroccan towns like Tangier. Spain is only 14 kilometers from the Moroccan coast. But if you walk south from Tangier across all of Africa, crossing the Sahara Desert and the equator, you could walk for nearly 12,000 kilometers. If you walk the same distance across Europe, it would take you all the way to the Pacific Ocean in the far east of Russia. So yes, Africa is huge.
1: HUGE! sound just like Donald Trump uh, Clarice. Wow that's quite a thought.
0: Mm, Yes. To help show how we often don't realize how big and important Africa is, we've put a neat map into this edition of the WOW newsletter. It shows how we often get the wrong view of Africa. Basically when you look at a map of the world that's actually a flat picture of the earth. But of course Our planet is actually totally round, like football. The effect of our flat maps is to make the countries near the middle of the globe, Africa, look smaller than they really are, and to make places further away, like Europe, look more important. So in fact, as you can see in the map, you could actually fit all of China, and the United States, and India, and about half of Europe into the space covered by Africa though you won't realise that if you look at a normal map of the
1: world. Yes, Clarissa, I think it's really important for us to have a more accurate idea of the world around us. Just like for all sorts of reasons, we often tend to think that the world is getting more dangerous or life is getting more difficult.
0: That's really a
1: result of how people, and the news media, they tend to focus on what's big and dramatic and worrying. It's just natural for all of us, but we don't tend to think so much about the slow, less dramatic ways in which life really is often getting better.
0: And you think that we don't have an accurate picture of Africa in other ways as well? Not just the map? Because surely it's true that there are still big differences between Africa and rich parts of the world.
1: Yeah, sure, there are big differences. Although Africa has enormous wealth and things like oil and gold or fertile farms and massive forests. It hasn't mostly had many factories of the kind that have helped make other countries rich. Most of Africa is still much poorer than most other parts of the world and life has been tough for people. People of my age, uh, that's quite old, can remember lots of horrible wars and diseases and hunger in parts of Africa.
0: But that's not the case anymore. Well,
1: Africa is still very poor, uh, but it is getting richer in different ways, at different speeds in different countries. Uh, We looked in WOW at an article recently in the Financial Times about young people in Uganda. Since those teenagers were born in the year 2000, the number of people living in Uganda has doubled. So one in every two people in Uganda today is a kid aged under 16. Now, in Europe, it's more like one person in six as a child. Uh, Although you might think that that would make it really quite hard in Uganda to find teachers and pay for new schools, the country has massively managed to expand education so that, like in fact most of Africa, it's become very much normal for children to go to school. And so Ugandans are also getting a bit richer every year, actually more quickly than most Europeans are getting rich. Near 2,000, on average your typical Ugandan lived in less than a dollar a day but today they have more than doubled that to more than two dollars or a couple of euros. So in Europe sure the average amount of spending in the economy for every person in Europe is about nearly a hundred dollars a day or about 80 euros or more, but Africans are catching up. It's actually quite hard anyway to compare how well off people are just in terms of money. Uh, those Conversions don't mean that Europeans are tens of times richer and certainly not very much happier than people in Africa. There's plenty of evidence that uh, people in countries with much lower economic numbers are doing fine and feel happy with their lives. And, And also, as the Financial Times article shows, because there's so much change in how we're making things and buying and selling and stuff, of the internet and mobile phones and so on, a lot of people think that Africa could close that economic gap uh, just in the way that lots of countries in Asia, for example, have done over the last 20 or 30 years. That's what the journalist who interviewed the young people in Uganda that we write about in this week's webinar, that's what he said in his article, which, as I say, was in the Financial Times. Now, that's a British newspaper for, for people who do international business and banking, And I think that the fact that the FT, as people call the newspaper, is paying attention to young people in Africa and the way that their lives are changing is in itself a sign of how Africa is getting more positive attention from the rest of the world.
0: That's really interesting. Thanks, Alastair. I really liked how the young woman in the Financial Times article spoke about how they were able to learn a lot about the world from their phones and on the Internet and that that was giving them confidence to make their own lives better. For example, Daphine, who is 19 and looks after children in a kindergarten, said that being able to learn so easily about people's lives elsewhere made her want to go on working even if she gets married, instead of feeling that she would have to stay at home like her mother did. And then there was Jennifer, who was also 19 and a university student, who says she's inspired to watch videos and read about women in America and Europe who run their own businesses, and thinks she would like to do that too. It's been really exciting to learn more about Africa, this huge continent, which is changing so fast. We look forward to hearing more about it soon in WOW. For now, though, that's all we have time for. So thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm Clarice, and I've been talking to Alastair from WOW About Africa. Please let us know what you think. Come back and join us next time. Take care and stay positive.